Me too. Welcome to On Your Left, the politics podcast that's probably to your left. My name is Katrina Ames, and I use she-them pronouns. Which is fine. And if you want to help us make this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash onyourleftpod. I know, I can't believe nobody's given us money yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, for the first time... In a long time for COVID updates, uh, we have all good news. All good news. Um, for starting with, the Food and Drug Administration has authorized the Johnson & Johnson... Nope, that's not the name of the company. <clears throat> Starting with the Food and Drug Administration, which has authorized Johnson & Johnson's one-shot COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use. This is amazing, uh, but it also means that shipments of the vaccine are expected to start shipping out this week. Yeah, it's the CDC. Excellent news, and we've really been seeing like the effectiveness of this as things like nursing home deaths go down and uh, little pockets of populations where a lot of people have been vaccinated, people stopped dying, and I think that's really cool. I would like people to stop dying. It's really exciting that we're starting to see this work. Um, I know it is my coldest take ever, but I just want people to stop dying. <laughs> and uh, these vaccines uh, also reduce serious incidence of the disease if they don't prevent it entirely. And that means that our hospital systems 
will stop being overburdened so that people who need to the hospitals for any reason will also be able to go see doctors and get medical care and then we can stop dying from other reasons too Yeah, let's move on from our cold takes to some slightly hotter takes with uh, returning to one of our favorite segments that we haven't done in a while. Joe Biden. He's the president now. I have not seen any $2,000 checks. Uh, I will be quite honest, my bank account does not have that much money in it currently. You know, I have not seen a $1,400 check yet, but I do believe we will be talking more on that later in this episode. Yeah, it's a really rough spot to be in. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm very obviously not a foreign policy expert. That's why I have a podcast. So, but I do think that we should be holding our elected leaders accountable 
for all of their public statements and every promise they have made. Oh, yeah, the one we backed out of first. I think it's important to hear about foreign policy. Um, like I said, I'm definitely no expert, but I don't want what Americans do in foreign countries to not 
get any news to not have people talking about it because people died based on choices that we made specifically based on choices that president biden made and just because we don't know those people and we don't live in that country doesn't mean that their lives didn't matter uh or that they didn't have worse or that there won't be consequences to this in the future uh and it's important that we hold our leaders leaders it's important that we hold our leaders accountable for everything they've done, not just what we like about them. Um... Yep, switching back to domestic news for our main topic today, which is the American Rescue Plan, the $1.9 trillion pandemic bill that is supported by the current presidential administration with backing from President Biden and Vice President Harris, as well as most Democrats. But most, most good. And uh, and not only did the House pass this bill, which is amazing and great because we need it, the House passed the bill without a single Republican vote because every single Republican in the House voted against this bill, which would help people. Wait, I know what you're talking about. I believe it was, uh, let me double check the name, but I'm pretty sure it was Chris Kuntz from uh, Connecticut. Nope, that's the Connecticut House of Representatives. Not interested in that. I am going to find the name because I want to talk about him specifically. Was it Chris Murphy?
All right, Chris, I'm gonna level with you here. What you said was an embarrassment. <clears throat> Look, I agree that I wish this bill had been more partisan, but it's not. It sh would have been, no, I, yeah, wait, yeah. It should have been less, maybe, mm. it should have been more bipartisan, that's the word. But it's not, and not because we didn't try. We opened things up for negotiation. Biden said he would be willing to cut the bill down and Republicans still said no. And uh, personally, I don't think it should constantly be up to me uh, to befriend to people who don't think I should have equal rights. That's not my job. Uh, if somebody wants to be my friend, if somebody wants my business, if somebody thinks that I, you know, should support them and, you know, not let politics dictate my life, that's great. I would still like equal rights. I still want policy that protects me and my family and my community because most of us, whether we're black or Asian or white, whether we are queer or like cis, straight, white bros, we want to live in communities that are protected, that are safe. We want to be able to provide for our families. And just a few politicians, just a few very wealthy corporations have consistently stopped us from getting those policies that would improve all of our lives. And it's not on me. We still don't. Yeah, I don't think it's my job to support them uh, when they have shown time and again that they're not willing to support all of us. Mm. Yeah. A senator who hasn't voted yet on the American Rescue Plan, which includes a lot of things that we need, uh, including $1,400 in a one-time payment to individuals making under a certain income threshold based on their 2019 taxes. Uh, and we do need that money. I am absolutely going to be cashing that $1,400 check when it arrives. Uh, but like realistically, that one-time payment is enough to pay my rent. Oh, I'm gonna wait a minute then. Good? I will be cashing that $1,400 check. I need the money. But, I mean, there are people who need the money more than me. 
there are people who uh, you know, are struggling to pay their rent as eviction moratoriums end. And there are people who are waiting for hours in line for local food banks. And $1,400 isn't enough, but it's something and it's immediate help to people that they can put towards what they know they need because people know what they need and they should be have that choice for what to spend their money on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this unemployment insurance is really good because it's based off of what uh, what help people need right now, not what help they needed at the beginning of the pandemic. It is targeted. It's especially going to help states out as some states don't have good unemployment systems. Looking at you, Florida. Um, but this is something that is targeted. It's something that's going to help people and it's going to help people because a lot of uh, unemployment insurance, a lot of unemployment payments don't amount to a living wage uh, and force people into poverty when they're just trying to survive. And this $400 a week is going to be a huge help to families that need it. Yeah, and it's really important to me that if schools are going to reopen, we do it in a way um, that we do it with the teachers and staff being vaccinated because there are currently no vaccines that are approved for the use of on children. There, so it's with one of the um, vaccines, it's authorized for people as young as sixteen. Um, 
and kids can get sick and kids can die of this and we are you know not testing the vaccines on children but we should keep make sure every adult in their life is safe to lower the risk of that child getting infected and that's what we need to do I probably both of ours. I still say we blame the weather. <sighs> Damn it. Mm. Yeah, it's also raining here, so I say we just blame the weather and try our best. Um, yeah. Um, I can do the next one. Uh, no. Plus, the American Rescue Plan has money set aside for state and local aid. Um, with fewer people going out, fewer people doing things, states and local governments are going to be in big trouble due to massive deficits from not being able to collect money on sales tax, from spending up a lot of their money on um, uh, unemployment insurance and supporting vaccination programs that they don't have any money for, and trying to make sure that everyone survives. And we we need that money for our local and state governments because you know just because the vaccine is going on it doesn't mean that suddenly our roads stopped getting worse it doesn't mean that uh our public schools don't need that investment it certainly does not mean that we need fewer uh state programs for public housing or just Literally everything. The state governments do so much. Oh, yeah. Yep.
Well, that sounds too complicated. No, I cannot. And uh, Pennsylvania is also pretty interesting because we have two systems. Uh, there's a statewide vaccination system that you can sign up for and Philadelphia, which has its own thing. They have, and I do not blame them because uh, the city of Philadelphia being predominantly black and brown communities and having seen a lot of white people uh, from outside those communities try to skip the line by going to poor neighborhoods. I say good on them for making their own system. Plus Philadelphia is the biggest city, the most populated area in the entire state. Uh, holding, quite honestly, most of our state's population. So if they want to figure that out themselves, sure. we need help immediately uh but also like we don't even really have strong guidelines nationally uh and we need that we need a better COVID-19 testing especially around these new variants because we keep discovering new variants in the United States because we all keep getting sick and then not tracking them think we care about our neighbors enough to do that but yeah yeah we do we honestly the American Rescue Plan is so important because we are just in desperate need and this is trying to address our need. After nearly an entire year in this pandemic, I am coming very close to my one year anniversary of quarantining at home for two weeks. We, we gotta do this guys. We, we just need help. I'm so tired and I just want people to get the help that they need.
Yeah. Do it. Let make sure they hear from you. Yeah. It's the one thing Americans are best at. Um, with some bad news in the Senate, the American Rescue Plan originally included a measure to increase the minimum wage. Um, someone called the Senate Parliamentarian, which basically makes sure that everybody in the Senate is following the rules, uh, has decided that the minimum wage increase couldn't be included in this bill and it couldn't be passed through budget reconciliation because it is not directly about the federal budget uh so a lot of people over the past week has learned what a senate parliamentarian is yeah their job is to just interpret the rules and procedure about what is allowed in the Senate and what's allowed to be done and have occasionally the entire United States mad at you and very often old men in the Senate mad at you, I assume. That's why we're going to move on to how we connect because you, beautiful listeners, can do two things to help us out this week. Uh, first of all, call your senators about supporting the American Rescue Plan immediately. Maybe we can get that bipartisan support. Some people caved on impeachment. We could do it again. Um, that is that is the number of the bills. So S-53, for people who don't know, that's the number of the bill in the Senate. H.R. 603 is the number of the bill in the House. With those numbers, you can also pretty easily look up exactly what the bill says online. Congress legally has to publish the full text of the bill, and there are constantly amazing people working to write summaries that are publicly available on Congress's website.
And that is really important because I'm sick of having to fight about the fact that the minimum wage should be a living wage. And in some places, yes, it probably won't be. Uh, and that sucks. But had we just done this 10 years earlier, had we just done this as when the fight for 15 originally came about, we wouldn't still be fighting because it would be indexed to inflation, it would be indexed to um, median wage growth. We would do something so that we could focus on other fights. And quite frankly, I want this done with so I can focus on a different fight. Yeah, let's talk about some good stuff, because some good stuff happened this week, including, once again, the American Rescue Plan passed the House. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that you'd want that one. Um. Another thing that passed the House this week was the Equality Act. So the Equality Act basically exists because there are 29 states without robust LGBTQ plus anti-discrimination laws, meaning we can be legally fired, harassed at work, barred from businesses, denied housing, and more because of our sexual orientation and or gender identity. Basically, People get real mean and love to take away rights once they find out you're queer, and that's not right. The Equality Act provides for non-discrimination protections for all LGBTQ people. It's widely popular and has the majority of support across all races, all genders. They even have a non-binary one, and you know what? We support it. And both parties. It is wildly popular to include LGBT people in non-discrimination protections, partially because a lot of people think we already did that. Yeah. We should have done it, haven't yet, and we're working on it.
yeah. Yeah, you know, for so long, uh, people fighting for, like, marijuana legalization have been, like, the butt of the joke in, like, a lot of things in just general comedy, satire, all of that stuff. But that is because they are determined and they stay on message. Nobody stays on message like someone fighting for the legalization of marijuana and good on them. So one last piece of good news um, is actually related to the minimum wage because Costco, the nation's second largest retailer, has adopted a $16 minimum wage for its 180,000 workers, basically telling the federal government it's time to catch up. One other piece of impromptu good news. Uh, so Twitch, a company that is owned by Amazon, took down Amazon's union-busting anti-union ads that were specifically targeting uh, one union vote. I believe it was in Alabama. Uh, but once again, Twitch decided to tell their dad Amazon, no, not okay. It shouldn't even be it should have never happened in the first place but like it happened and I'm glad that Twitch as a company had the integrity to enforce their rules specifically to enforce the rules against the company that owns them so good on them Uh, yes, our mango fact. One of my favorite things of the week. Although, maybe not this week. We had good COVID news and bad mango news, and it's really throwing me for a loop. Yeah, so um, India's mango export season is coming up, 
And again, mangoes, as we all know, are delicious. And there's quite a lot of uncertainty about whether we're going to get Indian mangoes in the United States this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic, because there's some questions being raised on whether or not the inspector from the United States will be able to reach India before the start of the export season, given the fact that the pandemic is raging here. Yeah. Yeah, I believe our uh, South American mangoes will not, we will not have any interruption in the supply from Central or South America. But this is sad news for India and their exporting business and their mango growers. And given the things that are already happening to Indian farmers, it's just real sad. <sighs> The dream. Alright, uh, this has been this has been the Oz Your Left pod about the American Rescue Plan and why you should cyberbully your senators until they pass it. Um, if you want to find more from me, I am on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch at Katrina Ames. Where can we find you, Nerali? Please feel free to tag us at on your left pod as you cyberbully your senators. I we want to see it. All right, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Stop it.